The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio on AM 980 The Mission. We're the Twin Cities Christian Voice. On this program, folks, we're going to explore comprehensive recovery and reentry resources and housing with George Lang, the executive director of FreedomWorks. So sorry for a mouthful on the title, but the, the basic idea, folks, so stay tuned. It's going to be very insightful. Treatment for addiction, whether it's received in a community or in prison, can be a remarkable life-changing event. But here's the problem. Most then struggle with relapse and many return to prison. Here's the solution. Mm. comprehensive post-treatment aftercare. Mm. And I don't know if I've shared this, Pastor Dwight. My name's Jim Moore with the R3 Collaborative, by the way, Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. Uh, but maybe I did share it at one point, Pastor, but I'm a cancer a long time survivor. Ago. I'm a basket a case, uh, yeah. attempted suicide, drug addiction. I mean, let's not go yeah, into it. But you know what I found out from cancer? That the surgery, which was massive, mm. only saved my life temporarily. Hmm. like treatment. Hmm. You know what saved, and then I only had 40% chance of living. Wow. What saved my life, and I don't mean to make recovery sound like chemotherapy, but for a year, Pastor Dwight, I was in a highly structured program that involved counseling, oncologists, all the work. It followed through for the next two or three years, and when I cleared five to 10 years, hmm. then I had 100% chance, of wow. 100% remission. Right. But a chronic disease like alcohol or drug addiction, you know, it's like we're supposed to be cured in 30 days. So that's what we're talking about today. Yes. We have George Lang, the executive director of FreedomWorks, mm -hmm. which not only provides transitional housing, uh, but also he works with outpatient providers, with R3 Collaborative, Minnesota Recovery Connection, in providing integrated post-treatment services. So when people come out of treatment or prison, you can get a job, you can go to school, mm. but you can also, um, you can also, again, get continued outpatient, let the cement dry, heal right. the wounds, and really take three, six months to a year to really get your life back. So yeah, yeah. we're really excited to have him. And here he is. Yes. Some of you may remember him if you tuned in a Last year ago. Year, yeah. Or you may not. We've done 75 shows. But uh, George was on the show when the new Freedom Works was just being launched. Mm -hmm. And now a year later, tremendous progress is being made, but miles to go in doing it. So we asked George to come back on and kind of give us an update. So welcome, my friend. Good to have you. Well, thank you for having me, Jim. Yeah. And, and uh, so we're good to have you here. And so let's let's start off, George, with kind of a, again, on a big picture. Uh, most people probably didn't hear the show a year ago. And right. so give us kind of, if you can, maybe start off with a big picture of Freedom Works, what the vision and mission is, and then also a, a bit of your history, because it's going back 10 to 15 years. But and then we'll kind of transition into what what do you mean by the new Freedom Works? So the if I could start with the old Freedom Works, that's a good, that, good place uh, to start. Mm -hmm. We served um, approximately 
a dozen men over on 36 and Penn in North Minneapolis, and we were able to bring them a few but limited services um, that would help them in their recovery and their transition from prison. The core of what we do, our our mission is to um, work with men that are coming out of Minnesota correctional facilities and uh, through Christ. So we're a Christ-centered organization. The New Freedom Works is more comprehensive. It has uh, a variety of different programs. We have a vision that will carry us through the next couple of years of working towards that vision. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. But just to kind of um, kind of go back what you said, so it's been a year later, we actually took occupancy of the property or ownership of the property on July 10th, and we spent the first five months carrying that he- heavy load, that yeah. initial renovation so we could occupy the one of the buildings and a massive cleanup from just a property that would just left... Um, it was I. It was in bad I kind shape. of got a glimpse in the before and after, and mm-hmm. and by the fo- way, folks, this is now a full city block in in a very wonderful part of North Minneapolis. Oh, so nice. Twenty nine, twenty nine Emerson. It's there's three large buildings that Freedom Works has that, and we'll talk about what kind of dis, dif, So now you can do multiple we can. transitional right. options as well as we they have an administrative building. Mm-hmm. And George invited us to open an R three collaborative Absolutely. service center there. So really excited. About yeah. That. So so a lot of it's just a, a number of different things. So what we've done, which is different now, in the last two months. So that's really, in, in the last two months, we've gone from, we moved over six guys. We had several graduates that uh, towards the end um, of our tenure at over on Penn that we, we knew we were going to be in transition, so we didn't want to bring in new residents. Yeah. So when we moved over, we only had six guys that moved over with us. And currently, today, as of today, we have 35 guys in three different programs. Yeah, wonderful. Yep. And so just to, on the personal side, and not to pry, but, you know, we all got a little history, and, and I've known you for a long time, George. We go back. But would you share with us, how did your, your faith journey, your life experience lead you to do this work? Because you've been doing it for a long time now. Yeah, I've been at Freedom Works um, since I got out of prison in 2006. Would have been on April Fool's Day. Um, 2006. No, that's, so, no, no, that's, that's a mark or not. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, we not go there. You know, I came into Freedom Works as a, you know, just somebody that was desperate for a new life. That uh, my story starts, uh, you know, back when I was a kid, nine, 10 years old from drugs, and it kind of grew up in an environment that, uh, you know, I had a mom and dad that loved me. They were separated. They, we really didn't have uh, really a place that we could anchor. Uh, call call it our home. I think my mom and dad lacked in healing. They didn't. That definitely didn't have a relationship with Christ, and they didn't have the resources we have today. I mean, this is yeah. back in the seventies, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I hit the streets, and a drug addiction started. You know, ten years old or so, and um, and it just continued to climb. And so, by the time I'm twenty three, it was the first time I went into prison, and I've been uh, in prison for th- uh, three additional times, plus a couple violations, and um. Just couldn't get it together, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Just couldn't get it together. My addiction was I can with that. was extremely um, heavy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an ex coke addict, and uh, my addiction was you know, I was hungry for dope. You know, yeah. and I sold drugs for most of my life. So, if I were to look at you know my former life, it was just very chaotic, uh, painful, and and miserable. And so when I went into prison, I got into um, prison fellowship, and that was the first time. 
that I experience what a healthy community look like. So my world vision, my worldview of what community look like is more people, more problems. So now this is a faith-based community. Yeah. So I within was, the prison system. Within the prison. Lionel Lakes mm-hmm. is yep. an actual building, and if people want to do that prison fellowship program, Absolutely. they get to go into their own community, right? Absolutely. And there was pockets of community, different, you know, sets, so to speak. There was yeah. different classes. I was class five. They're on... I'll just throw a plug in. I think they're somewhere around 60 now, but yeah. um, it's bringing men from, you know, my former life. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention anything about faith in my former life because I didn't have any, there there. you know, um, and uh, my faith was what I could wrap my hands around. So, you know, how do you discover who God is? How do you gain a relationship with Jesus Christ? How do you start trusting people in prison? How do you yeah. start trusting people in community right. and incomplete strangers that would come in, volunteers and mentors to pour into you? Oh, that's a lot. Oh, <laughs> you know? And yeah. prison fellowship is they do a not only Minnesota, job. but across the country. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next week, we're going to have Randy Anderson from the Second Chance Coalition mm-hmm. uh, talking about April is Second Chance Month. Yeah. You know, second chance instead of a second prison. So, But prison fellowship, there they are again. They yeah. work with Second Chance Coalition and others to do that work. So I got this idea of what community looked like. And, of course, you know, we sign up for these programs, Jim, so, you know, you don't really have a choice. They have a captive audience Yeah, mm-hmm. that you're either going to do it or you're going to get go to the hole, go to segregation. Yeah. Um, but for me, that was 18 months, but now I'm about to get out of prison. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? And uh, I, I went over to Midwest Challenge, which is now uh, Life, Rebuilders. Life Rebuilders. I love Life Rebuilders. I'll throw a plug in for them. They do great work. But what's the next step out of there was yeah. uh, Fred Peterson, our founder of Free Freedom Works, came over and invited me into um, to be a participant in what they were doing over on 36 and Penn at oh, Freedom Works. And that's, okay. that's my that's story. That's how you plugged in. And that's where, that's about, I think we were in the Dakota jail doing a fair, <laughs> a transition fair. And we were across from each other and we say, I can relate with you. Now, yeah. mine, I didn't go to prison because I didn't get caught. How can you be a chronic drug addict and not? and not deserve to go to prison or worse. Um, so it, it is for those of us, though, who are coming out of prison or coming out of uh, the prison of addiction. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. Freedom Works equally serves both population and those mm-hmm. that are in between, right? So I have this background of addiction, but I also crime. I grew up in crime yeah, from the ages 10 all the way through. So, I mean, my, my, my dream job here was Scarface. You know, hmm. that, that was that. So. Good. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson of Prison Mission Association. We come to you on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Today you're listening to Comprehensive Recovery and Reentry Resources and Housing with George Lang, the Executive Director of Freedom Works. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen to or download the podcast at am980themission.com. So, George, really what you're telling us is you really were a product of Freedom Works. So you went to Freedom Works after prison? I did. And then how did you get to where you are now? Like, what? Just continue the story a little bit. I'd like okay, to, so people to hear how God I owned a, worked in your life. I bought a former bar in uh, a bar and restaurant over in St. Paul, and I turned that into a club. So that was kind of a kind of the at the peak of my demise, this so is, to speak. This is this, this is, is pre- BP. before yeah, prison. Before this prison. is before okay. prison. Okay. 
And uh, so when I got over to FreedomWorks, I was going through uh, just a heartbreaking six and a half years in in, in family court for a divorce, mm-hmm. all centered around that former God, I'll say. That you were um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was really angry. So how I got involved with FreedomWorks outside of being a resident while I was there, I needed to stay busy. If I sat idle, mm-hmm. I was going to hurt myself or hurt somebody else. There was just too much running through me, too much anger. Mm-hmm. So I literally got involved in FreedomWorks um, for a selfish reason. To That's stay why occupied. I worked for Teen Challenge. <laughs> so that was it was good for my recovery. Yeah. I didn't know about serving people. I didn't care about serving people. I cared about it. I just literally Amen. had enough investment in my recovery and this new relationship with Christ. Can't forget that, mm-hmm. you know, that I didn't want to go back and I, I needed to stay busy. Wow. So, so you, you worked there, you coordinated the program when I met you, and then as the years went by, you became the executive director. Yeah. And, and now you're leading the charge with a lot of other folks behind you on a the lot, new Freedom yeah. Works. So let's, let's kind of look at the problem, which we talked about we like to do. Uh, so we've got people, again, coming out of treatment or coming out of prison. As, as people come out, I'd like you to just talk a little about, because I know it's the design of, of Freedom Works. What kind of support and services do they need, George, in transition? But then I'd also like you to talk, at some point, you got to get out of transition and get a life. Yeah. And you're also looking, you also got some long-term programs in place. So what do you mm-hmm. provide people coming out of those arenas, short-term and long-term? See, that's, you know, I, I, I definitely, we all know the problem of, of incarceration. Yeah. And recidivism, and, revolving yep, doors. Yep, 68% yeah. nationally. No. Minnesota, I think, is in the mid-40s. People go back to prison, yep. recidivate. Within three years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But guys like myself, we get out, and Dan King, Kingery, uh, he had spoken in the prison fellowship community and said out of the Book of Romans that the world was rejoicing over us coming to our faith, and that always stuck out to me. Then he mm-hmm. followed up with that God was raising an army inside prison of men mm-hmm. like myself that have been there, that done it, and we were going to be this army that was going to be unleashed in the world. And that little that literally gave me a little bit more of a worldview, right? Mm. And for some reason, now I've never seen myself in ministry. And, you know, I didn't sign up for this job. I wasn't looking for yeah, I was yeah. trying to stay out of prison and stay busy, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, I did experience that, you know, guys like myself, when we were coming out, the problem is, is that we're always viewed we were in prison or we come out of treatment. We're always viewed we've right. been in treatment and there's not a next step. So... Other than going to a different transitional program, there was that's the problem right there yeah. is that we can't get on with life. We mm-hmm. can't contribute back in this army that Dan had talked about. And I believe that visionary moment, we're not being deployed. That's a problem. There you mm-hmm. go. So if I'm not to say that I'm a leader, so I don't want to in, in any, any way, I, I, yeah, I'm the director of FreedomWorks. That doesn't say much. But the thing is, is that I do have a desire to contribute. Yeah. If we want to call that leadership, okay. But if I can't contribute, if I've always got to be the one on the bottom and somebody else is on top, boy, that that, that doesn't feel very good. Yeah. So that in itself is a problem. So we're in these transitional programs, which are, there are so many around the Twin Cities yeah. that do a good work, including the Department of Corrections. That's where it starts. They have to let these programs come in, these volunteer programs. Mm-hmm. So a plug for them. But what have, so as I want to move on with life, what is the next step? And, and, and so we've identified the problem at, at, at FreedomWorks just because of the setup on 36 and Penn, but we knew it was much broader yeah. and that Teen Challenge, when guys are getting out of Teen Challenge and they want to go on to the next step, you know, it it's not there for them. There's that post-treatment. Yeah. There's that aftercare component. 
And that's at three, six months, maybe even longer than that is probably good, where you, yeah. you might have outpatient ongoing support, you, you get recovery, your transitional plan. But when it's time to kind of get a life of my own, a sober living, I, I understand you've got some opportunities for folks. We do, and that. that's, I am so excited about this. This is yeah. a vision we've had for so long. Again, through my experiences um, of seeing what works. So guy comes out of prison, guy comes out of Minnesota Teen Challenge. I'm going to pick on them too. Yeah. They come out, they come through a transitional, be a transitional programming for reentry or an aftercare component of Freedom Works. When they're completed, we now have, the when, when you're done with your six months, that means you're done. Mm. You know that we we now have additional housing for you, long-term permanent housing that you can be at. You can have your own unit, and you can be plugged into com- community as you want to be. Mm. You know, you're not dragged to continue in programming. That yeah. was one of the problems we had at FreedomWorks was when I when I was done with FreedomWorks after six or eight months, I still had to go to everything that, that they were doing because I was mm. living there in the house, but I wasn't ready to leave. Mm. But so there's that, I guess for lack of a better way of saying it, there's that transition of leaving the nest. Right. You don't want to leave too quick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, otherwise you won't be able to fly. But so the guys that right now we have um, 15 guys that are graduates, be it a FreedomWorks or other programs, Serenity Village, big fan of what Jeff Hill's doing, Pat, Pat, Pastor Jeff. Mm-hmm. And when they're done with, with, with Jeff and, and they've got that foundation, then where, where do they go? So we've got a place for their graduates. Mm. Um, Christ satisfies would be another yeah. one. I'm, I'm just trying to plug in life. No, that's builders, good because you know. that's, this is, it's a team effort. A, a time to kind of get more independent, sober living. So we have 48 units yeah. on 2929 Emerson Avenue over at Freedom Works. A couple of our transitional programs are in there right now. Cause we're waiting to fulfill the vision of the center building. Um, which I won't go too deep into that, but we have 48 units for guys that have put the work in Jim. Doesn't and matter if you put in that freedom folks, works. They're beautiful. They're yeah, they furnished. I, because I they're bring nice. people over there. Like you got to see this place, and everybody yeah. goes, "Really? This is very nice." Yeah. So let me slip something in, Pastor Dwight. Mm-hmm. We want to invite all of you to come visit Freedom Works yeah. on March 21st. We're actually doing our monthly R3 networking meeting from 11 a.m. till noon at Freedom Works which we're going to give tours. We're going to let people see this. Um, all of that information is at r3collaborative.org. Just click on upcoming events, and all of that will be there. Jim, I think that FreedomWorks is providing lunch, ain't, ain't we? I, and that's yeah. from 12 Almost. to 1. Everybody's got to eat. Yeah, yeah. everybody's got to eat. Yeah. But that's where, after getting presenting and, and seeing the big picture, then you can look around, and you can meet with, what, 30 or 40 other leaders in recovery and reentry. So if you're interested in coming behind the scenes, folks, we'll give you more on that at the end of the show. Yeah, the last meeting, last R3, was it six months ago we were there? Yeah. It was really dynamic and almost like a revival. It, it was. That's, it's that's powerful. Three months? Oh, it was, so oh, three it months? was a few months ago. I can't remember. You know, since most people listen on podcasts, time is relative. So, yeah. <laughs> but March 21st is for real. Yeah. So you have, now you have programs for, again, people coming right out of prisoner treatment. Um, could you talk about those a little bit? Because you're doing something remarkable, which is actually integrating clinical resources and treatment, as well as integrating in things like R3 aftercare resources. So it's not just run here and get housing and go there for a job. It's kind of a total package, isn't it, George? It, it is because, you know, one of the problems, another problem, there's, there's a variety of them, um, is that guys like myself, 
you know, I haven't relapsed in the time since I've been out of prison here for 13 years. I haven't relapsed this time. Praise just so you know, <laughs> this time. But guys that are coming out, and I praise God for that. I'm thankful for that. But what happens when you do relapse? So there's this part of, you know, a guy like me, 10 years old, involved in crime your whole life. You're out here, you know, your role model is Scarface, uh, Tony Montana, and that's ingrained in you and you're 40 years mm -hmm. old and you think you're going to get to Freedom Works or another transitional program and you're going to meet Jesus and it's all going to be better. Happy and ever after, yeah, man. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, good luck. Is it so ain't. for us, it is about second chances. So we wanted to incorporate a clinical part. And, you know, that uh, so we are relying as we are on most on, on basically the entire vision of Freedom Works. We don't want to become the experts. We want to partner with the experts Perfect. like Minnesota Teen Challenge. Perfect. Hmm. Perfect. And other outpatient providers. Yes. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson, with Prison Mission Association. We come to you on AM 980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time. Today, you're listening to Comprehensive Recovery and Reentry Resources and Housing with George Lang, the Executive Director of FreedomWorks. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program with someone else, they can listen or download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, George, I'm excited to hear some stories of changed lives. We love to hear about you know how Christ has made an impact through the ministry there at FreedomWorks. So I don't know if you can share a story, maybe even of a... Oh, I got a story. All right, okay. good, good. Story I got down. a story. So I'm going to talk about uh, a personal friend of mine that uh, he's at Freedom Works. From, his name is Victor. We'll just leave it mm -hmm. at that. And uh, so I was in prison with Victor in uh, 2003, and uh, we were both on house crew. And um, I've got some, some some old stories. That's for another radio show, you know, yeah, that we'll, we'll talk about. Back. But Victor has done 17-plus years in prison, mm -hmm. in and out seven, eight times. Um story of second. like an installment plan. yeah yeah you know he's <laughs> a lifer on the installment plan oh, and no. you know he's uh grew up in the latin kings or actually uh um uh, the uh dieta which is a uh, puerto rican gang out of puerto rico through new york and uh um, oh. that's where he's from but dear friend of mine came to freedom works um did well for a couple months um and then we hit the streets and gangs and, and drugs again and, and just off and running and uh, got a new charge, went back. Um, I could be mistaken. I think he's been back for about four years. I've stayed in touch with him the whole time. He stayed in touch with me. But this time, but this time, there's been, he was at FreedomWorks, as I mentioned. So here, mm -hmm. here we go. So this is the mm -hmm. dirty laundry, right? Not everybody at FreedomWorks is going to make it. He, he came to FreedomWorks, had, a, had an interaction with Christ. He went back to the streets. He went to prison. But Christ has not walked away from him. So he's mm. back at FreedomWorks, reconciled with his family, doing great. He's now the house manager. Wow. Um, and That's he's awesome. leading men. Wonderful. And That's so awesome. it is, you kind of fall down. Mm -hmm. But then you got to get up and yep. you get up stronger and then yeah. maybe you be tripping again. Yeah. But yeah. you get kind of Oh, he's up doing again. great, Jim. Wow. That's good. So, yeah, Pastor. Yeah. Now, if people are listening, then maybe they're interested maybe in finding out more about your program. Maybe they know, have a loved one or a friend that's coming out of prison, Perfect. maybe wants to get involved. Or maybe, I don't know if you need volunteers or if there's oh, any mentors? opportunities. Yeah. How would people get in touch with you, George, or how they connect? I would say the best the best way is to go to our website, which is myfreedomworks.com. Okay. There's uh, plenty of information about how to get connected and into the ministry. And it's a beautiful site. Yeah. Yep. But we are um, we are definitely mentor-based, I mean, Christ-based, but we need mentors. 
Um, we have got plenty of projects coming up. We've got churches, uh, several churches right now scratching at our doors waiting for this project in the center building to open up, yeah. which is going to be pretty extensive. We're going to go from the, we're, we're, this will bring out a, about roughly a 90 more residents in transitional. So, so we're just relying on God for that. So yeah. plenty of opportunities. Yeah. So, uh, so folks, it's myfreedomworks.com, but here's a, prison transformation radio trick just google freedom works minnesota <laughs> right. if you forget the website and you got your search engine optimization because you pop right up for me i'm just trying to give oh, people a typically the plan. political site pulls up yeah so so <laughs> oh. we're not talking about the political yeah, but no. freedom works minnesota yep. and then and then you'll find george there or myfreedomworks.com and we need to wrap it up now george so if you can close it out with prayer thank you everyone for listening father i just want to come before you lord thankful father god for the services or these opportunities that we have to be able to build your kingdom i pray dear lord jesus for donations to come into r3 and prison transformation radio just be able to support this lord i pray dear lord jesus that uh um you would just continue to use this radio station to, to impact amen. Lives. amen amen amen